What exactly are you here for? To listen with ears unclouded by hate. Well, then you might want to skip the dislike section of this episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitor. Fluxing. Crew. Distinctions. Scanning for Princess Wanona K. 1997. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Oh, I smell like a human. Ah, that's nice. Also, for this discussion of the film Princess Mononoke, we welcome aboard creator and producer of Redeemed Utaku. Is it Otaku or Utaku? Otaku. Otaku. Yeah, I'm an otaku for sure. Uh, a <laughs> podcast examining anime from a Christian worldview. We welcome our guest, Becky Smith, going by Bex. Hey, Bex. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I don't smell like a human. I Maybe I oh, do. I'm not sure because hmm. uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So I'm just going to pass on that. OK, we'll, we'll pass. On that. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that later, maybe. Uh, yeah. But now that you have a quick smell by, I mean, flyby of who we are. Uh, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Princess Mononoke? Sure. Princess Mononoke was released in Japan, of all places, in July 12, 1997. It runs way over two hours by 14 minutes, barely, and is rated PG-13 with lots of blood. It was directed by Heyo Miyazaki, (laughs) with at least stars being a bunch of butchered names sounding something like this. Yoji Matsuda... Yuriko Ishida, Yuko Tanaka in Japanese, and then there's Billy Kudup, Claire Danes, and Billy Bob Thornton for English. And the music was composed by Joe Hisashi. And Princess Mononoke was made for about $24 million. And it went on to earn over $160 million in the box office. So, Given the fact, given this, and the fact that it is a Studio Ghibli film, how high do you think it ranks among the other 12 movies ever theatrically released for Studio Ghibli in the box office? Hmm. Number wise, one how, through 12. What do you think, Bex? I think it ranks number four. Four. Yes. I, I mean, I feel like Spirited Away is probably number one. Uh, I'm going to go two. All right. You are correct, Francisco, that Spirited Away is number oh, one. Nice. But Max is correct that Princess Mononoke is number four. Good job, Max. Mm, yeah. Well done, well done. Thank you for those factoids, Paul. And You're let's welcome. see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or our subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get to once Alice has located our target film. In a time when gods walk the earth, an epic battle rages between the encroaching civilization of man and the gods of the forest. When the forest has been cleared and the wolves wiped out, this place will be the richest land in the world. 
What exactly are you here for? To see with eyes unclouded by hate. Now watch closely, everyone. I'm going to show you how to kill a god. Fire! I can just imagine what's going on now. You cannot alter your fate. However, you can rise to meet it if you choose. Princess Mononoke. Music's putting me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Brought tears to my eyes. Yes, indeed. Okay, uh, that commercial, oh, well, actually that trailer definitely brings back some memories about Princess Mononoke, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered most before our rewatch, here is our memory mind melt synopsis. The young prince being cast out of his village and tries to save village from spidery demon, but gets cursed on his arm, gaining over 9,000 level archery skills. San feeding Ashitaka, riding and fighting with the wolves, sucking blood out of the mother wolf, attacking Eboshi, and even biting Ashitaka to make him let her go. Both San and Eboshi slice Ashitaka across the face in the same place. The forest god is beheaded, which kills everything, trying to get its head back. You would think the emperor's men would just give it up, but when the but then head put back on to save the day. Well, I I can't think of his anything. archery level was was tight. Was oh yeah, you're right. Out. It wasn't. It was good, maybe to one thousand, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess those memories were. <laughs> well, he wasn't cast out of a uh, prince. wasn't cast out of his village, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, they said. All right. he, Just fair warning. I didn't get a lot. Uh, I watched the <laughs> Japanese version with subtitles, and there were some things I did not understand that maybe they clarified in the English version. That that. Could so be, yes. we'll get to those parts. Uh, just giving you a fair warning. And for further context, <laughs> both myself and Bex. Uh, both watched the English dubbed version. I, yes. I would have watched, personally, I would have watched the subtitles, except subtitled one, except my version that I got from the library did not have it. So, uh. context. Uh, but based on those memories, because uh, they, and they were super flawed, as you could see, uh, what rating, rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before you rewatched it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Let's start with Bex. I rated it, my prediction, I'm sorry, my prediction was classic. Classic. All right, Paul? Uh-huh. I predicted nostalgic. Oh, okay. And for me, I predicted uh, classic. I remember really uh, loving this movie, uh, but who knows? That can always change. Uh, it will be interesting to see if uh, my prediction and your guys's came true. But first, let's get into our discussion of the things we liked most about Princess Mon. Okay, let's spin up our... Best three. Uh, Let's start with our guest, Bex. What's one thing you liked about Princess Mononoke? So one of the things that I appreciate about not only this movie, but most other Miyazaki movies that I've seen is just little details. Mm. Like there was a moment when uh, it's in the beginning kind of scene where the, I think you called it the spider monster was, uh, you know, coming to attack the village and they animate this two second clip of Ashitaka stringing his bow. Yes. And it was just so awesome. Yeah. Like they didn't have to animate that. They mm-hmm. could have just 
had he could have just strung. gone out yeah. there with his bow already strung. But no, they animated it, and it just brought that to life, brought that character to life. And totally. I just love that stuff. I yeah. will say though, it was confusing to me why it seemed bow. It seemed strung when he's up on the tower, and then when he's down, he had to string it again. So I was a little I, confused about that. But I I I wanted to rewatch it because I tried to watch things two times mm-hmm. before I like give a review, but uh-huh. I was only able to watch it once. I want to think, I don't know if this is true, but I want to think he was stringing a tighter That would make sense. I'll give you that. Or maybe it broke in the fall. That could be too. Yep, maybe. Yeah, there you go. But I I love those details as well. Paul, go ahead. Yeah, Studio Ghibli does do the details well. I Mm -hmm. agree. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Just going off that, that wasn't... Well, actually, that, that does lead into one of my likes. And it was both... I really... I think the main characters in this film are some of my favorite character designs. I don't know if that's for the most part because they're kind of normal, like uh, youngish adult characters as opposed to children or or older adults. I mean, there were older adults in this, obviously. But uh, I, I thought they were preteens, but yeah. I don't think Ashitaka and Son were preteen. I th- I, they, they look like 12 and 13 to me, but what do to I me. know? I don't know what you you're talking about. You need to watch more anime. <laughs> Well, I was about to say, no, never mind. I'm not going down that road about, <laughs> about watching. Well, you need to watch more 12 and 13 year olds. Like, no, no, no. 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 Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, they were definitely not 12 and 13 year olds yeah, okay. by anime standards. Uh, but I really, I really loved their overall design. Most, all the characters, I loved the design and the animation overall. I just, it was just so gorgeous. I just, mm-hmm. I loved just watching this movie. Some of the, mm-hmm. except for some of the 3D animation where they tried to, use 3d which i get at the time is it, i remember that looking better than it did today but mm-hmm. i still i still thought it was overall just wonderful um let's go to paul next what's another what's something you liked i really uh liked the hero story the <laughs> yeah. ashitaka or however you pronounce his name mm-hmm. the idea of him being cursed by a demonic force and then he struggles against using it and on a quest to get rid of it it's kind of like the good being tempted with the bad and that struggle and i really like how they used it It, it's a much better told story of venom than (laughs) like the the movie venom hmm? the movie venom yes it's about as a guy a symbiote who's Mm -hmm trying to be bad and he's trying to stay good and it's that oh okay okay i haven't seen venom i know of the character i didn't realize that that was played up in that film yes and but i think this did a a a more interesting job of doing that okay so i really appreciate that very cool awesome awesome um i i mean i agree with that we'll talk about that later but that is cool uh let's go back to bex what's something that you uh what's something else you liked Okay, so the action scenes and fighting. Yes, it was. I I watched this movie probably about 12 years ago. So having to rewatch it was almost like watching it fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, So that first action scene, well, the first scene when he comes across the samurai and he shoots the arrow and like shakes that dude's head off. We're like, oh my goodness, this is insane. 
Um, but any of the action scenes where Ashitaka is uh, using his skill, even San when she's fighting. Mm-hmm. She's um, so quick with that dagger. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yes. And I loved it. I loved it. When she was running across the rooftop. And then yes. the, the cool little animation when they uh, blow up the the roof and she goes falling. Oh, and yeah, limp yeah. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, you just can't get animation like that oh, anymore. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just – it's like they – video recorded somebody falling and Mm -hmm. they just like drew over it you know (laughs) it's just so so realistic but i love the action scenes they were my favorite for sure and to add to that uh, just thinking i can i can easily hear all the sound effects to him like that arrow like whistling Mm -hmm. and uh the the blade swipes even even song like after it's uh when uh one of the the wolf uh I think they're brothers, I guess, but the one, one of the ones she rides like runs up, hits the spikes of uh, Iron Town, and she flies up, and you hear the yes. wind as she rushes up, and that's just such a beautiful shot. And so, I think all the sounds in these, all the mm. sound design in this film, perfectly complements and even just makes those action scenes even more vibrant. Yeah. So, uh, totally, totally on board with that. Paul, were you a fan of the action scenes? It sounds like you were. Definitely, most definitely. That's my number two. Is oh really? Okay. Is not the overall the whole action scenes throughout the movie, but I think more particularly the this movie has a great intro with the the boar. You don't know it's a boar attacking yet, yeah. but that whole. Nago. It's just a great action intro. It's yes. like, okay, let's get into this. And it's yep. it, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with everything everybody said. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, then, you know what? I guess that leaves one more like for me, and then we'll get into our classic makers. And that's I'm surprised this hasn't brought up, though maybe it's one of your guys' classic makers. But I thought the music was actually really beautiful. I, mm. I love the, the theme. Um I feel Was like it memorable. Yeah, that's the American version. No, I'm joking. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't memorable to me, but that's okay. Mm, interesting. Okay. It wasn't bad. No, it was. It was nice. Okay, yeah. So I liked. I liked it uh, overall, especially the theme. I there were some parts where, like that trailer, the music from the trailer. I. I wish some of that driving drums was in the film, and I don't oh, recall yeah. it being mm. in it at all. But mm. the overall score, I, I did like. Uh, but you know what? That's not that wasn't my favorite thing. And what? That was a bonus. That was it. No, that was just my last like. Let's get to our oh. favorite things, though. <laughs> our classic makers, the things we think make this movie stand apart, stand at head and shoulders above. Other animated gods. movies. Ah, you should have said gods. Yes. <laughs> Darn it. Let's get into our classic makers, guys. The things we loved most about Princess Mononoke. And let's start with uh, Paul this time. What was your most favoritest thing? Well, if anybody's ever listened to the podcast before, whenever we talk about animated movies, the animation in the film is something that I really appreciate or really hate and so it's often my classic or tragic maker mm-hmm. in this case it's my classic maker i would the hope so given the section <laughs> so well then i actually saw the dvd version of this me too yeah and i wish i had a copy of the oh, blu-ray right. because that animation looks so fluid and i remember seeing it in i must have seen it in the theaters because mm-hmm. I, I I had a flashback of seeing like like the blood things crawling all over the board was yes. just so smooth yeah. and so 
so well done. It's just, oh, you've got it. If you can see this in high quality, I would recommend that you, if you have a choice, mm-hmm. go for the higher quality. Yeah, I know Fandango usually does like um, Studio Ghibli, like re-releases like in theaters you can go and not fandango what is it is it fandango no, no. it's um it's, it starts with an f some thing where you fathom fathom events fathom event. oh, yeah yes. You, yes. yeah you can go and watch these they'll like redo it on anniversaries they're doing it all this yep. year they're at studio oh Ghibli. is it i, think, I yep. think there's one every month coming out yep. this year okay fantastic so yeah go see it on the big screen it would probably be ideal um uh, mm-hmm. yeah i'm with you there paul about it wanting to see this in like a uh, uh, HD version, but enough of your favorite thing, Bex. What did you love most about Princess Mononoke? I have to agree. Oh, okay. um, I did watch the Blu-ray version, and it is phenomenal. Right. And I, if you were listening to all of the the other two likes that I had, I was all animation and details and how lifelike mm-hmm. uh, the the action and everything was was. It's just the animation is just absolutely top tier totally. and for a movie that's how old now um, 97 so tw- more than 20 30, 30? Yeah. no it can't be 30 years yet no no no, no. okay uh, over 20 years um Let's fantastic yeah, sure why not Just yeah, throw it out. Tw- 20 over years 100 old. years old <laughs> oh my god last century that's a thousand years old it came out before miyazaki was oh. even born <laughs> <laughs> you're not thinking fourth dimensionally okay uh <laughs> So that so it sounds like we kind of so I, I flip flopped with you guys like okay. the animation was something I really liked but it wasn't my classic maker and that's something Paul actually commented on and it's I just thought it was so cool and rich to have this visual the curse on Ashitaka as this visual representation that's not only brought out by his hate but also seems to be brought out by hate of others and how. I think that's just so compelling as a visual to see this manifestation of hate and and bitterness and anger. I think that'd be really cool if there was some way to see that on. Well, I the, get that <laughs> these muscle vibrations, but they're randomly sometimes. They're they're just random. Do they glow, Paul? <laughs> Do they glow? No. Then I don't want to hear awesome. from you right now. Okay. <laughs> Yes, it would There's be also awesome. not like big worms coming out either. So that's good. So, I'm not that cursed. I, I did think it was interesting how he could utilize that, all the pain and stuff for, I wonder if it, I guess he used it sometimes for good. It, he like used it to push the gate. It wasn't always like to disarm people. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, so I just, I thought that was, that's not something you see a lot. And so I really love the novelty of seeing a manifestation of an emotion in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's that. Uh, so those were our favorite things about Princess Mononoke. And speaking of favorite things, have you guys heard of our first official sponsor, That Story Show? Sounds familiar. Tell me more. That Story Show is a clean comedy podcast where they are sharing hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. Check them out at thatstoryshow.com or wherever fine podcasts are sold. I have become a big fan of That Story Show in the last several months and really appreciate their sponsorship of our show. Uh, Again, check them out at thatstoryshow.com and tell them Retro Rewind Podcast sent you. So what does that have to do with Princess Mononoke? Um... 
well, most of all the secondary characters in Princess Mononoke told stories of their past as opposed to using like flashbacks. Uh, and I'm sh- I'm sure they are hoping for more laughs, but not everyone could do a good job at telling stories like uh, James and John from that story show can. He, he, that's very true. Yeah. So so is that good? Is that a good uh, connection for you, Paul? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, I'm glad it was fine for you, but it's not fine for me because I want some trivia, something more on point with Princess Mon. Okay. And even better. Even better. Did you all realize? <laughs> that Princess Mononoke was the last major animated motion picture to be filmed on plastic animation cells, 144,000 in total, of which director Hayao Miyazaki personally corrected or redrew more than 80,000 of them. Oh, my goodness. I just... I. Can't imagine. <laughs> that just blows my mind. Those types of numbers by hand. Uh, I wonder if he just went to everybody's desk and drew made a line or two. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? I got up my count, guys. It's my movie. I'm animating every single cell. You guys suck. I'll do it myself. Oh my goodness. Uh, but with this and just your general taste in mind, I'm curious. How do you rank these four studios in terms of holding them uh, in high regard for their traditionally animated movies? Uh, Studio Ghibli, Rankin Bass, Don Bluth, or Disney? So one being you regard them the most, four being the least. So oh, I have to write these down. What are the four? Oh, okay. yeah. uh, Studio, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli. Bass, yeah. Don Bluth, and, and Disney. Disney. Yes. Wait, okay. what was that second one? Uh, Rankin Bass. Bass, they did like if you've ever seen the Hobbit animated movie, uh, oh. if you've ever They're seen known for their their claymation more, but they did yeah. some animated features. They did like Flight Luger. of Dragons was another one. What was um, uh, d- the, did they do something called The Last Unicorn or something? Yeah, like yes, yes, that's one. Their okay. that's their main okay. feature one. They did The Last Unicorn. Yes, okay. It was the night wow. before Christmas? Frosty the Snowman. I think they did. That stupid snowman. Um, <laughs> so we'll start with Paul. Okay. Disney number one. Number two is Studio Ghibli. Don okay. Bluth is number three. And Rankin Bass number four. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. How about you, uh, Bex? Wow. Um, I'm going to have to say Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. Disney, uh, Don Bluth, and Rankin Bass. Rankin Bass. Yeah, Rankin Bass. Yeah. Okay. That off the top of my head, I, I haven't seen a lot. I haven't seen a lot of Rankin Bass, so I feel like I'm doing not doing them justice. But <laughs> no worries. I mean, that's right. That's, I, that's just the four that came to mind. So okay. it, it's fine <laughs> for me. For those that are curious, I probably would rate it. Uh, I mean, Studio Ghibli. I think is even higher for me than Disney, just because. Well, yeah, because you hate Disney. There is that. <laughs> I was going to rank Disney second, though, followed uh, by Rankin Bass and then Don Bluth last. Because even though Don what? Bluth looks great overall, their movies, I just. Five Goes West is the only they're, one I care for. Animation. Don Bluth. Anastasia? Animation. I've never yeah, seen it. With, with, come on, Five and, and Come on. No, was I'm it, not going to come do, on. Did he do Balto? Didn't he do? Is that um, Balto? I don't know who did Balto. I've not seen, so don't worry about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Secret of Nim's good, but uh, anyway, enough of this. That is our trivia. Uh, now that you've found out some trivial info about us, 
let's find out what memories our awesome listeners had about Princess Mononoke. Uh, first off, Kevin Joshua Burnham says, It's my second favorite Miyazaki film. I honestly have not seen this until had not seen this until four years ago. Okay. Uh, Blacksmith underscore co gave a okay sign. Cody Yes Smith A5 says, has some of the best English voice actors in the movie. We'll talk about that later, maybe. So uh, Celeste Morris says, love this one. Uh, such beautiful storytelling. LJ Lowry says, uh, bought this a while back to watch it. Looks like it's finally time. Uh, Dale and Lopin the Man, live from chat, said they have neither of them have seen it. And then uh, Reed Benson uh, caps off the feedback section with, I remember differing greatly from my anime-loving friends because they all loved it, but I really didn't like it on first watch. It grossed yeah. me out and had a lot of pagan spirituality that I couldn't ignore. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime later, I watched it again and appreciated it a bit more, but it's definitely low in my Miyazaki rankings. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know what? We'll, so we'll see if maybe Dale and Lopin the Man, there's no real reason to watch this. Maybe there's too many things we disliked, like along with Reed. I think that means it's time to spin up our... Worst three. Worst three things we didn't like about Princess Mononoke. Let's start with... <laughs> actually, I'll kick things off this time. <clears throat> so I, as much as I loved Ashitaka's uh, demon, I mean, that's my classic maker, him having his arm curse and showing all that. I just felt like his character seemed like it, he didn't have any flaws. I could not think of a flaw of him. He just seemed completely upstanding. If there were Boy Scouts back in feudal Japan, I think he definitely would have been the highest Eagle Scout ever. I just well, his he had his morality intact. Is that so wrong? No, I mean you don't I just, see that a lot these days. But. I, I, <laughs> that's a good point. I just think that there wasn't. I didn't feel like there was much of an arc for him to go on. It seemed like he is pretty, pretty much the same from no, the start. He's just trying the to audience through the arc. The arc was the changing of the gods. That's, I mean, that's a good point. Oh yeah. I guess. So he is more like a, a master of ceremonies yes. for this world arc. Okay. He I can see that. an amazing action oriented master. Of <laughs> you know what? I feel like a character like him makes a bit more sense for something like a video game. I, I guess I just wish there was some change in him that I could see. I guess he does fall well, in love. He so did that's start something. off dressing like a, a stack of hay at the beginning, and then at the end he wasn't. So there's that arc. <laughs> well, they they when he went to see Lady Eboshi mm -hmm. and kind of observe Iron Town, he kind of started succumbing a little bit to the hate, but they didn't really true. do anything with that. Yeah, you know so. I kind of see where you're where you're coming from, where mm -hmm. he just didn't really have any sort of progression in character. Yeah. So I will say though, I especially didn't like that he gave away his the crystal dagger that his sister gave him to remember her by. Oh, she oh, well, I'm in love with someone village. now. So here you go. Disobeyed I take the this. villagers, the vill or the village leaders' demands or whatever, and. That I know shit, there was nothing, nothing with that. That should have bothered me more, given a disobedient child. But that I kind of understood, since he's going away forever. Forever. So, but I never just never to return. I didn't like that he gave away his only. I guess, uh, uh, Yakul, his elk, is another reminder of his village. But mm -hmm. that seemed like uh, I don't know that. I wish there was some other token he could have, because I love that he wanted to give her something. 
Um, so for that the love, yeah, yeah, for the love, yeah. It was a token of the, they had not. I thought that was cute. No? I, it was. It was good. The token's good. I just wish it wasn't the only thing his sister gave him. I well, thought that the was the only thing he had besides his haystack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that's uh, why you give him some other it... token to begin with. That's special to him. Enough yeah. of this. This is a lame dislike. Let's continue <laughs> on. Uh, Bex, what's something you didn't like about this film? Okay, uh, I disliked the English dub. Oh, really? Um, it was all right. It was all right. Okay. But it was not great. Um, even though they had, you know, pseudo big name Hollywood actors doing it, it some of the lines just fell flat. Mm. And so, uh, like I s- go ahead. I was going to say, so would you say it was the translation into like the translation itself or the performance of the lines? Um, well, like I said before, I, w- I wanted to watch it a second time and I like to watch it both versions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I didn't get to watch it again in the Japanese subtitled. Mm-hmm. So I can't speak for the translation. Um, I, so oh, I, I'll oh, have I to say that the delivery okay. lines, yeah. the delivery, there was, there was some problems. That makes Which sense. Is why I prefer subbed because Japanese, <laughs> no, the voice actors in Japanese usually bring an emotion that mm-hmm. the Americans are, I think generally are afraid to bring it to that level. Mm-hmm. And I think it carries a lot of weight with it. And this mm-hmm. this sort of is a foreshadow of uh, next episode, but we're going to be covering uh, Cowboy Bebop. And I've watched some episodes of Cowboy Bebop and s- subtitled and some dubbed. And mm. the dubbed one's fine, but you're ex- you're hit right on the head, uh, Paul, with the emotion and just there's something about the the native language of Japanese. Maybe it's just because it's it's a foreign language to me that it's much more. Um, rich, rich, yeah, rich. Mm-hmm. Then, then just an English uh, dub version of it. But chip tops, right on spot. <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio. Yes. Throw another chip. shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Okay, Foster's Australian <laughs> for beer. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, that's like the only. Again, that's the only Australian I know. Derailing <laughs> the podcast. Okay, uh, let's go to. Uh, Paul, what's something you didn't like? Okay, since I'm an American watching a Japanese film, you're I United Statesian, Paul. You're not American. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. No problem. I don't. Anyway, <laughs> I don't understand who is Princess Mononoke. San. Aha! It's <laughs> not not Mononoke. There's no Mononoke in this film at all. Oh no! You have to look so, up what Mononoke means. No, yeah. I did. Good oh, job. So, okay. In <laughs> Japanese, um, they call it Mononoke Hime, and Hime is princess, mm-hmm. and Mono Monono is a word, and K means of, so it's princess of, and Monono literally means to be aware or the pathos of things. So she's the princess of being aware of things that you have an empathy towards and and how things are. So basically, she's the princess of, of caring for nature is what I'm supposed to think. I don't know. I'm watching this movie. There's no Mononoke. They translate princess, but they don't translate Mononoke in the title. So interestingly enough that Monono in Spanish 
means pretty or attractive. So another translation of this movie title is Pretty Pretty Princess. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. So it's just it just kind of confuses me on all that. So I really wow. Yeah. Really. So I is that wait, is this one of your fake outs? Is that really a dislike? <laughs> I wish they could have come up with a better title for the English audience. Oh. Okay. Well, I I mean, I feel like that What it's what fine. is it in Japanese? It what what's does, the what's but the It's not interesting. What is know, the title in ja- in Japanese? Is it not just Princess Mononoke? It it's is, Mono- but Mononoke Hime. They they so, translate Princess, but they don't translate the rest. Okay. So, there's actually some trivia about this that let me see if I can find it. So according to IMDb, it says gives a different translation than what you have, Paul. It says manoke means angry or vengeful spirit, and hime is Japanese for princess. Uh, so let's see. When the film's title was translated into English, it was decided that manoke would be left as the name rather than translated literally into like princess of vengeful spirit. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> So or I guess you could see. I think it'd be you interesting cut if the trailer like princess of vengeful spirits and there's <laughs> blood that she's you know and like people like yeah. that would have been intense. That that yeah. would have been and probably made it been a better cue to parents not to bring your littles to this movie if they ever thought of that. I heard right. once that someone brought uh, their kids to Spirited Away. I'm like seriously, don't. That's fine. It's better than this movie. Aww, for a kid, spirited I Away? No, Spirited yeah. Away is good. I, I mean, we've covered it before. I think we all gave it a classic, but I feel like the themes in that are way too heavy for well, a kid. Are, but so is Cinderella if you're a five-year-old. Well, that's why five-year-olds shouldn't watch Cinderella. And okay. Sleeping Beauty? I'm yeah. telling you what, that's a scary movie when you're oh, a kid. Yeah. Another yeah. reason not to watch these Disney movies. Yeah, okay. there's no consent there. <laughs> Let's go back to Bex. What's something else you don't like? Um, okay. So the last scene with Ashitaka and San mm. just left me like, what What was that? Mm. I, I can't ever forgive the humans. And again, going back to the English dub, that line was delivered so dryly. Oh, yeah. And, and then Ashitaka is like, well, maybe I can help Lady Eboshi and blah, blah, rebuild Iron Town. <laughs> and then they just go away. You know, I'm like, what, what happens? I thought there was some sort of romance, some coming together. You well, know, he's going to go. Happened. He's going to revisit her whenever she can, whenever he can. So. Yeah, whatever. This, this is, <laughs> she was raised by wolves. So this is like the female version of the Jungle Book. So at the end of Jungle Book, the boy and the girl get together. This is with them not getting together. This is what it actually looks like. She's too caught up in the wolves' agenda and their propaganda. They've been feeding her with their blood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the blood has changed them. Yeah. So that was, I, I felt gypped. disappointed I felt gypped. with that scene. Yeah. Gypped. Gypped. Give me an exactly. applause. Studio gyptly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Nice. Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, something I felt gypped by. <clears throat> Was the face so as much as I love almost all the designs of this one's kind of weird of (laughs) this movie? Could they have done something different with the forest spirit face in his like land? Oh, the deer, the The, red face, the deer, deer in heavy quotes. 
it's I, I love the overall design, the body design. I thought that was really cool to have a forest god be a deer. And then you get to the face, and I don't know what it is. I don't know it's how. It's a demon. Like, it's red. <clears throat> it looks, Anything I guess, in like nature that. that's red. But, you know, nature, no, nature does provide, like, bright colors or usually dangerous colors to stay away from. And it has a bright red face. So mm. I think it show, it's trying, what I'm guessing, it's trying to show that it is a gentle calming side but there's also a dangerous part about the spirit it wasn't it wasn't the coloration it was the just overall look and design, design. of it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. it, it, and it change and it changes yeah yes. i feel like how it looked halfway into transitioning when when she mm-hmm. shoots the head off i felt like that was the best look i like that if you're yeah. gonna pick a look yeah so. yeah when it came the like the giant mm-hmm. glowy thing yeah, halfway to becoming the, that. Well, I liked yeah. it when it was the giant glowy thing. That looked fun. Yeah. I wasn't. It was just in that like land form. Mall or something. It's just uh-uh. so strange. I, I, yeah. I and and maybe that's just me as a Westerner. Not and maybe that maybe that design is based on something very specific to Japanese folklore. And so that's fine. That's just my personal taste i but. get it you're a pansy you can't handle it it's kind of like my uh my second dislike i'm Which a pansy is? i can't handle that much blood and gore uh, I, yeah it's it's a bit much for me i don't like i think it's it's great that if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna animate blood they did an excellent job of it because it looked yeah. really well done yes like some of it's just like oh that's oh, disgusting. Yeah. Wait, it was wait, rough which part it was, was rough overly disgusting i i like with that, the board, the board. It's, it's climbing up and it's just like, oh, I could out. see that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, it's, there are parts that I thought. Was, uh, honestly, I was going to, I was, the only part that sort of came to mind that maybe was doing that for you was when he was like pushing the gate and he was just like dripping so much blood because he's try, exerting himself. But no, I see what you're talking about with the, the pig vomiting. Did the, uh-huh. did the demon uh, tendrils coming out of, um, Oh, uh, what's the main pig's guy's name? Okoto. 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 There you yeah. go. <clears throat> Did that bother you, Paul? I'm curious. Did what about the pig bother me? So the main pig god, the leader, the blind yeah, the white boar. one, when he was trained to hate and the, the demon uh, slugs started coming off of him, did oh, that yeah. bother you? The whole... Th- the, <laughs> not as much. Okay. It's mainly just the, the actual blood. Not just stuff yeah. colored like blood, but blood, blood. Yeah. Okay. That's when good. he was walking. To yes, and it's and it's kind of like and it just kind of like dumps out and like yeah. yeah. Like okay. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Each step that was he rough. takes. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. That thanks was, for making me revisit it. I appreciate it. <laughs> no probs. That's what I'm here for. All right. Uh, so those are the things we disliked, but now it's time for our tragic makers. The things we hid most. You could say the things that we lost our head over. Oh. No. Uh, uh, when it comes to the Careful. came to this Might anime. Come <laughs> Might come out and bite you. <laughs> Don't come and destroy me. Okay. Uh what what were our tragic makers for Princess Mun? Okay. Let's start with myself, because I love hearing my own voice. No. Uh, speaking of voices, man, okay, Bex, you talked about the the dub version of this not uh-huh. being great. I gotta say. It's like so much revolves around Ashitaka, whether it's likes or dislikes. But Billy Crudup, could you be any more soft-spoken? I just, it's like either I'm going to talk like this with ears, <laughs> eyes unclouded by hate. 
You know what's weird? You got it. And he either does that or shouts. And his shout even sounds quiet. It's just like, come on. Guys, stop coming at me or I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I didn't listen to the dub version. Yeah. But the the character, the way you describe him is like soft spoken. Uh The Japanese guy is voice guy is soft spoken. That character is soft spoken. Okay. But I didn't have a problem with it. Because it felt real and authentic. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. It sounds like Billy Crudup. Crudup, whatever he is, or his name is, sorry, not whatever. I think he's human. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Alien you, Billy, Billy Crudup. I don't know you. But it, it, it sounds like he did not deliver the way it should have. Yeah, I guess, you know what? It sounded like he was trying to match as opposed to making it his own. And I feel like mm-hmm. it would have been better if he made it yes. his own. Yes. A so. hundred times, yes. So that's, I mean, that just, that really rankled my feathers uh, for this uh, time watching it anyway. So that's my tragic maker. Uh, Bex, what's the thing you hate most about this watch of Princess Monica? That red face, man. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Man, and I knew it was coming because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, it's that, the face of that thing is awful. And yeah. as soon as it comes up, you're like, oh, it's the stuff of nightmares. It really is. Yeah, that's a good point. You know yeah. what? It, you know what it is? It's probably those, uh, let's see, uh, for you, like uh, 60,000 frames that Hayao Miyazaki didn't touch. He's like, oh. Oh, I'm out to lunch, guys. You, you, oh. you can handle the forest spear, right? Find the main creature <laughs> that everyone's trying to get to. I'll see you guys at the finish uh, at the premiere. <laughs> Man, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I'm right there with you, Bex. It's, it's just yeah, it must have been a Friday. Hey, hey, guys, let's let's be done for the weekend. Yeah, uh, well, oh, it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. But I don't know what I else mean, they could have done, I'm, I'm, but. I, it's funny because when I'm laying out, you know, when I'm writing out the dislikes, mm-hmm. I'm typically not a person who just starts bashing on stuff. I like a lot of stuff, and yeah, I yeah. like, you know, Welcome so to the Rich Rewind podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we force you to not like stuff. So it was kind of rough because the the face is a little disturbing, <laughs> but I can kind of see how they designed it that way to. Uh, just make it because they even describe it as having a human face, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's like this meld of human and goat almost. Yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. changes and morphs, and so you're kind of like weirded out. But then and it's, always you're smiling, just standing there. You're standing there, kind of in awe. Like, I mean, if you were to see, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then its eyes like start, you know, morphing and to, you know, moving apart. And ooh. but anyways, so. It didn't take me out of the movie in the sense of, oh, this is terrible. You know, it just didn't do anything to ruin the movie for me, mm-hmm. but it definitely uh, imprints in your mind. Totally. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm done. No, that's fine. Uh, Paul, what's <laughs> your... better than my tragic Oh, what's your tragic oh. This is, again, one of the things I didn't understand. It was too silly. Just too much silliness. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had a burp coming. Oh, I thought you were going to sneeze. Okay. Yeah. But basically, the villain's motivation in this, I didn't understand. Why? What, what villain? Well, yeah, Billy exactly. Bob Thornton, the Emperor. Of- okay. That, so, yeah, okay. The whole thing is like, hey, let's go get rid of the, the deer god. Okay, why? 
And then we find out that this this woman general, what's her name with black hair? Eboshi? I'm not good with names. Eboshi? But anyway, she's like, here, I I I got the head just as you wanted, or just as or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it turns out this guy, it was for this guy who stopped the the prince guy much earlier in the film, who has that those those sandals with those long yeah. blocks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently he him. he wanted the head but why and w- w- what it's this big driving force of the movie and i don't understand why what why does he want oh. it and then what happens if he doesn't get it like okay what, i don't understand the main thrust that but i understand why the the guy with the arm wants to see so he can get healed yes but why do the other people want the head of the dear god bex would you like to explain that for Paul? sure so the emperor wants to be immortal. Who's the emperor of Japan? We don't see him. We don't see him. Wait, this was discussed in the movie. Mm-hmm. And in he sends sen- he sends the monk. Well, I don't know if he was actually a monk, oh, but he I was portrayed as a monk. Yeah, and he's a group of whatever those guys were called. But he has yeah. a bunch of people that he's leading to go. And find this spirit of the forest so he can oh. get the head, take it back to the emperor, so the emperor will be okay. immortal. Yeah. I wish they had made that more clear, I guess, because it, mm-hmm. it for such an impactful <clears throat> driving force, yeah. I, mm. I think they should have spent more time a little bit on that. But that sounds boring. You should spend more time <laughs> on that. But <laughs> well, I mean go. obviously I don't know what it seemed clear in the English version. So good job, English version. But yeah. if, yeah. for whatever reason, like a throwaway line in, in the version I saw. Yeah, that's that, no good. Okay. Just like when the lady said, here, there's the head just as you ordered, was like a throwaway way line that I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> at first I didn't know why she was going after. I'm like, why are they all going after? Okay, she was trying to get it for him. Oh, okay. Now you can yeah. be the head of the class. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh it's worth leaving all uh-huh. my city and women and everything for. Okay. Apparently, yeah. Okay, so so just that you didn't understand was your tragic maker? The motivation. The motivation. The okay. All right. That's fair. All right. Well, I mean, it seemed like we had a lot of dislikes that really – precipitated on which version you watch so that's that's interesting that that hmm. was and it's may just be me because i don't understand things <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't just you paul all uh, right a couple others oh okay again a couple others um but you know what now uh that we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer alice do you have a firing solution for us yes i'm glad you asked <laughs> Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate Princess Mononoke, a classic we'd recommend anyone go and see this film, a nostalgic, we only recommend it to people who've seen it before and liked it as a kid or young adult or whenever they saw it, but newcomers to this probably don't need to watch it, or a tragic, it's not worth watching for the first time, and if you have good memories of it, don't sully them with a rewatch. So let's start with our guest. Bex, how do you rate Princess Mononoke? I rate it as a classic. This should be something that people watch. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, 
I recommend caution for parents. They should sure. watch it yes. first um, since we mentioned the violence mm-hmm. and it's horrific violence. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great film. Um, watch it. Awesome. Very cool. What? what no. <laughs> okay, Arnold. Paul, mm-hmm. uh, what is your rating for this film? Unless you're like me who rates it nostalgic still because... Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I... I think it's good for what it is, mm-hmm. um, but this isn't for everybody. So if you don't like, uh, if, I was about to say, if you like Studio Ghibli's more adult themed, not like Kiki's Delivery Service, but mm-hmm. some of the more like uh, spirited way, then I would recommend this. Okay. Give it a shot. Yeah, if this is in your wheelhouse and you haven't seen it, What's wrong with you? Go see it. But if it's not in your wheelhouse, you can definitely uh, you, this. This probably isn't for you. Okay, I, I'm curious. Given that rain, which studio Ghibli would you rank higher? Like would would be well, Spirited Away. I think you gave a classic. So maybe yes, that would be yes. Cool. Well, for me, I really enjoyed watching this film again. It was a real treat. Um, I was actually a little sad it had been so long, but is. It's just so rich to watch. I wish I could watch the subtitle version, but uh, it was still. I really like the story. I really like the all, everything they did with it, except for if some of the voice acting. Only they had a steelbook edition. If only they had a steelbook edition. <laughs> Gotta listen to the outtakes for that. <laughs> he was waiting. He was waiting. I saw him. He was waiting. So I rate Princess Mononoke a classic. Which oh, surprise. means, according, well, it's not a Disney film, so of course I read a classic. So, which means, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate Princess Mononoke, a disputed classic movie. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, though, uh, yeah, parents should watch it before showing it to their kids. It's not a kids' movie. Anime, for the most oh. part, not kids' animation. Um, mm-hmm. If your kid's like five or six, go watch Ponyo. Mm-hmm. You, sure. I didn't really care for Ponyo that much. I didn't either because I didn't. As I'm watching it, I'm like, "This is made for five year olds. What am I doing in the theater watching this?" Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, wow. Okay, guys. Well, now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old twenty XX. Twenty XX. I still haven't played that. Have you? Well, about time we get back to it. <laughs> to it in the first place. Feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel to 1997 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keen, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, Andy Lewis, Pure Panda, James Kennison, Daryl Hafner, and newest patron Kevin Joshua Burnham, in addition mm. to three other awesome patrons as well. <sighs> Thank you all so much for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. And I know usually Paul takes it from here, but I'm going to give a few announcements. Uh, Go ahead. I will go ahead. That's why I said that. ahead. Ah, I didn't pick up on that. Uh, we want to announce that we are doing sort of a test. Some of you uh, who are in sort of on the Facebook or other 
or Discord uh, know this already, but we are experimenting with uh, transitioning some voting on the movies we cover over to Reddit. So if you go to our subreddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash retro rewind pod. I think I was controversial here. <laughs> uh, and look for the the post sticking at the top is vote sci-fi or sci-fright movies is why I'm calling it. Essentially, in September and October, we're going to cover exclusively sci-fi, fantasy, or uh, somewhat horror movies. More probably, if you were to say there are scary movies and there are horror movies, probably more like the order of scary movies. Uh, more like Ghostbusters rather yeah, than Freddy Krueger. Exactly. <laughs> so we have a long list. You can add to the list. You just con- you need a Reddit account, but you comment with a movie in that in those categories that you would like to uh, nominate. Uh, me and Paul will will discuss whether it meets our retro rewind criteria but then if it does it can stay there and then other people can vote it up and down currently i think last time i checked the top three because uh, we'll cover three movies in september and october uh the three the top three movies were escape from new york uh alien the first the first one and uh, i'm totally and i think sleepy hollow actually oh, was up there <laughs> <laughs> speaking of pumpkins flowing at you um but you can impact more that people more comedy. Less, you can, <laughs> you can vote up. Uh, I think evolution might be on the yeah, list there. there. That yeah. could be up Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah. So, so head over to again, it's reddit.com slash R slash retro rewind pod to uh, nominate movies and vote on the ones there. So, and looking forward to coming up in September, October, there's other posts there. We do other, I'm trying to do other content there as well, but uh, that's the main one I wanted to highlight. All right. Back to you, Paul. Okay, so while we were thinking our supporters <laughs> we earlier, I we, also wanna, we also want to give a big wolf hug and drink the blood of our subscribers <laughs> what? No. of Twitch. No, we want to no, give I'm them joking. immortality. We want to we give them godheads. Yeah, we want to cut off the head of the forest exactly. spirit and let it kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, that would be bad. That's yeah, a great plan. No, 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 no. Let's suck the, the poison out. Yes, okay. that's what we'll do. No, no, we got we to gotta chew up. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. We yes, didn't yes. even talk about that. We didn't. No. They, no. I think they are chewing up the meat for us. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. So we want to thank our <laughs> subscribers on Twitch for helping us out. Which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe for free. Uh, you can find out how at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Twitch Prime. And hey, let's keep the gratitude train going now because we love hearing from you, be it uh, iTunes reviews, comments on our website, or through our contact form. And uh, and I do want to say, I looked recently, and I couldn't tell if it was either... if. AU is typically Australia or Austria, but we do have someone who <laughs> rated us. They didn't leave us a review, but they did rate us as I think it was five stars in Austria AU. or uh, in AU, whichever that is. So if I that's you, thank you, Australia, since they speak yeah. English, I think so too. Yeah, but you never know. I also want to thank the the auto. What's it's, darn it? I totally ruined that joke. <laughs> Ha, ha, Never mind. Ha. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Move along. Move along. Uh, so whether it's Australia or Austria, thank you for rating us and for your reviews. Austria. Well, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the bobby. 
RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 175 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show and also yourself? You can talk to us on social media. Yeah, we're there too. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can join our Discord server by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. And also, as I mentioned before, we're on Twitch. You can watch and chat with us live as we have uh, people chatting with us right now. And as we record this podcast, and sometimes we play retro video games that just never seem to end. Fight me. <laughs> no, it's it's great. It's we're, really, we're over time. sixty hours into our Final Fantasy three playthrough. Wow! So, but I think but, we're almost done. Yeah, that's crazy. There's other retro games you can check out or pixel art creation. You can follow us at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. But if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. So stop by and say hi. Thank you, Paul, for being uh, not only an awesome, a friend spirit <laughs> dancer, uh, just really good friend, co-host. I so appreciate getting to do this show with you. Likewise fantastic and i'm also grateful to our guests for taking time to discuss princess mononoke with us bex who goes by bex tell us <laughs> how to find you online and if there's anything you would like to promote sure um redeemed otaku i i you can follow me on twitter facebook instagram i got a podcast uh, we are on itunes yes. but if you don't have itunes you can listen directly from the website uh, just go to redeemedotaku.lipson.com. Um, if you do go to our web, our website, our redeemedotaku.com, it needs some work, but the links are there. You'll be able to hear uh, the show from there. So fantastic! Go. Yeah, I, 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 you guys do. It, it's sort of a mix of sometimes life updates, sometimes uh, anime discussion. Yeah, we 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 do we do reviews. Sometimes we just mess around and have fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're kind of all over the place right yeah. now. But, yeah, we try to specialize in anime uh, from a Christian worldview. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and I really love your guys' dynamic. It's a lot of when Thanks. you and Tim, your husband, are on and just yeah. or whenever you have a guest. I, I, I really like your podcast. So Well, Thanks. thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for being on this show. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Totally. I've enjoyed it immensely. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as much as I'm thankful for Paul and Bex, uh, I'm more thankful for you. Yeah, you listening right this very second, and then this second, the second also. Not so much this second, but now this second. Yes, very much appreciate you. Whether you're, uh, a, whether this is your first time listening to the show, or you're a part of the Rewinder community, thanks for spending time with us, and we pray you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX. And you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at TheRetroJunkies.com and Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. You can catch us at either of those, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. 
Life is suffering. It is hard. The world is cursed. But still, you find reasons to listen to the next episode. Which I forgot to say is Cowboy Bebop, but that's okay. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. I think so, too. Good job, Paul. Now, with a deeper voice. Actually, I'll try to deepen it up. Life post. is suffering. I'll, I'll try, no. It is hard. <laughs> the world is cursed. But still, you find reasons to listen to the next episode. Which features Cowboy Bebop. <laughs>